morning. Welcome to We Are Live. It's Chris Denman live in St. Louis Grand Center at the Midcoast Studio. Check out midcoast.media for more information. Hey, everybody. Hope your weekend was great. I had a nice one, and uh, we can talk about that plenty. We've got your fair foul. We've got Great American Race today. Uh, joining me in studio, also in St. Louis, on his own camera, Christopher Gardner. Good morning, Mr. Gardner. Good morning, gentleman. Gentleman. Soon to be other gentleman from Brooklyn, New York. Oh, he's uh, hopscotching around. Is he? Travis Drell join us live from New York shortly via the uh, the great VMix on the uh, equipment provided yeah, by Tech Electronics. His, he changed his camera angle. I'm looking at it right now. How do we feel about it? Um, like a, a preview. Give me it, a preview. It was fine, but. Something happened and so uh, farting it up. What's going on? I don't know. I'm going to bring it up just to see what exactly. Okay. Oh, no, it's back. It looked like oh. it was the couch for a second. Oh, nice. Like you're like kind of you shouldn't be looking into this view, I guess. Yeah. And now he uh, he adjusted and, He's on uh, it. He's and on it. has fixed it. So I'll go ahead and uh, bring your friend, our friend, everyone's friend. I was like, don't throw that just solely on me. Walnuts, friend. Throw it up. Travis Terrell. Oh, wow, somebody got internet. Look at how good that picture looks. Holy cow, crazy. Good to see you. Hello, St. Louis, and what's I, up, my walnuts? I'll throw it up for you. Holy cow, Travis. How good do you how feel? How are you doing today, Chris? You look sexy. Don't, don't ruin my <coughs> happiness on a Monday. <coughs> I, I can't get over this. Look how good he looks, Gardner. I know. I knew you would like it. And My I God. Knew you, and I knew you. <laughs> you I can't. I'll talk about it for half the show. <laughs> how's how's the lighting? Can you, can how's the lighting? Lighting's good. I don't care for it. I still don't care for his angle because he's got. A, he's better whenever it's. <laughs> so he's looking down on it. It's better when Travis will look you right in the yeah. eye because we get more eye movement. And he's mm -hmm. a very expressive individual. Ah, no, not like that. Uh, can we go full screen to Travis? Is that a potential thing, or will uh, that make you throw a uh, throw a camera? Whoa, whoa! The thing whoa, is, whoa, we nope. full screen. Just, oh just say no. Let's just say, say no. no. I'll say no. Okay, thank you. Uh, fair or foul today has to do with uh, uh, it's local. We've got a lot to talk about regarding it. What's the fair or foul today, Gardner? And you can uh, kind of explain that. And ten dollars to Buzz's Hawaiian Grill is your prize. Yeah, it's um, getting intimate to the Laura Brennigan song Gloria. Getting intimate <laughs> to the Laura Brannigan song, Gloria. Now, this one comes to me from a writing team. A writing team that we have here at We Are Live. This is a combination of... We're expanding our universe, if you will. Intern Tommy mm -hmm. and Jamie Crock getting together with some ideas. Um, we'll get to that in just a second. Quick aside, mm -hmm. spent some time uh, over the weekend chatting with uh, folks like uh, JPD. Uh, LD, uh, those folks. <sighs> this pleases me to say mm, mm, mm. good reviews for Tommy the Intern from mm -hmm. the people who've listened uh, to close to every episode or, or uh, broadcast. So <sighs> back to it. Sorry. Uh, from the writing team of Moss and Croc. Yes. What do you got? It is, once again, getting intimate to the Laura Brannigan song, Gloria, of course, the blues anthem. For this season's team. So, Travis. Now, I don't know if you guys saw this. Did you guys see that uh, in Los Angeles, the Dodgers game where David Freeze is at bat and the organist at Dodgers Stadium while David Freeze was batting was playing Gloria? Yeah, I saw so, that. So, uh, nice call out by St. Louis's very own David Freeze supporting the St. Louis Blues all the way out in Los Angeles. Mm hmm. Yeah, I, I think it's fun. I think it's a silly thing that, uh, I mean, you remember when the a Angels won and they had the rally monkey yeah. and all that goofy stuff. We had the squirrel here in St. Louis. Right. And there's fun things that can go with it. The, uh, the so, song, Gloria, how did it come about with the St. Louis Blues? Do you know? It was basically, I think, a couple of the Blues, and I don't know exactly who, and I have to go back and look at the story. I did read the story, but I don't remember the complete details. I have another comment as well. But... Um, they were like in Philly or something, and it was like when the Eagles were playing and winning, and some they kept playing Gloria or something on the jukebox and over and over, and they were everyone was singing along and having fun, and 
whoever those blues were were like, oh, let's do this ourselves. And then that became the anthem. Now, that's me just kind of BSing through what the details are. Yeah, that's plenty of detail. But they're readily available if anyone has the uh, effort to go look. I don't right now. Travis, uh, you'll remember that we uh, goofed around with the Italian version from Umberto Tozzi, I believe, strictly because of Wolf of Wall Street when they partied with the Italian yes. Navy <laughs> on that, uh, which is a most, the most ridiculous song ever. Um, do we know if Laura Branigan did it first and then they redid it in Italian or did they rip it from the Italian? Do we know that? Uh, can we get Moss? And I'm Crocker almost certain Laura Branigan. I'm sure Laura Branigan did it first and Scorsese, uh, being the smart guy that he is as a director, probably found the Italian version because they were, weren't they in the coast off, off the coast of Italy when that mm -hmm. storm hit their yacht? So that probably makes sense. But yeah, I would have, I don't know. I just... Scorsese. Laura Brannigan, she's she's tweeted about it. She's a fan of the she's, blues. She's uh, well, no, well, she's her. actually tweeted. Her, no, maybe. She's, hey, she's, may I? May I? Gardner. Oh, oh man. she's Gardner, not. May I? Um, <laughs> Gardner. Oh, may I? Yeah, yeah. Not, normally, oh, this oh, is boy. this is what I do normally, and I'm glad it's passed on to someone else. I don't well, have to deal with. You don't this. have to say the. the actually, I'm getting the f out of here now. You don't have to say the phrase. <laughs> you don't have to say the phrase, <laughs> Gardner. You. you passed on is a little insensitive in this situation oh, that oh. you just said that. Uh, do I get a camera shot on this or is that difficult? I didn't know if we... we oh, I'll, just, I'll just hit him with it. Hey, Trav, buddy, do your research. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that's boy. all I wanted. <laughs> um, that's a posthumous well, someone Twitter account. Yeah. <laughs> that's her manager okay. running well, then, that. Okay, I didn't realize that. I, <laughs> yeah. Hey, look, man, she's... look. If I, it was I'm Aretha Brannigan, you'd be all over it. It's very true. It's uh, I do apologize to the Brannigan family oh, and boy. all those Laura Brannigan fans out there that listen to our show. Oh, oh man, unbelievable! Uh, I'm sorry you would think. She, why, I, I was mean, waiting I for you. Why would hey, you Gardner, get her on the show? I was yeah. waiting for that next. Mm -hmm. I didn't. Ooh, I didn't. Mm, does she? Uh, but she just die of old age. I or? don't know. Do we know how? No, we can look it up. I'll look it up for you. How about that? I was going to mention too. Um, Scorsese's been popping on my screen all over when I'm on YouTube now. He's a pretty good director. <laughs> Have you seen the, um, like, those YouTube, or they're not YouTube things, but the master class? Have you seen those? Well, basically you get a famous person to talk about what they're good at, right? Yes. Okay. And um, that has been, like, the commercial that pops up every time, anytime I'm opening up a YouTube <laughs> video. So I just hear, I see Scorsese pop on my screen over and over. Every project you have will just find a way to break your heart. It's like I got like the beginning portion down of that promo. Since you mentioned him, I wanted to bring him up in Masterclass. On to someone who's passed on in Travis's. Well, here's a, here's a question. So the Blues get housed in the uh, first game of the Western Conference Finals against the Sharks. At what point do you bail on tradition? If they're down 3-0, are people still playing Gloria and buying the t-shirts and getting in on it? Or Travis, do you just stick with it the whole way through? It's, it's a Western Conference Finals. A couple more wins and you're, uh, you're playing for uh, all the marbles. It, it defeats the point of tradition if you're just going to give it up when you lose. It was the attitude from Blues fans this weekend was very disconcerting. Like this team has done something that this city did not expect them to do, and that's to be one of the final four teams left in the NHL playoffs. If many people can recall, back in January, this team was in lace, and we were talking about tanking and first-round draft picks, and now here they are still four wins away from making the Stanley Cup Finals. And, hey, the San Jose Sharks are very good, very good hockey team. And so to see St. Louis Blues fans after the team fell behind in the second period, to see them just – walk away from the team, dog the team, just berate the team on Facebook and Twitter. It, St. Louisans is really becoming grating. It's becoming pretty damn but, annoying. Play Gloria. Keep playing it. Nope, you can't just walk away from it just because you lose a game. No, you don't walk away from the song, but this isn't a, a St. Louis thing. This is a sports culture thing. This isn't unique to St. You think? Louis. Yeah. I pointed out to you on Twitter, just... NBA Twitter's the same way. Everyone's the same way after one game in any playoff series because we look at the we weigh the playoffs so heavily in how we think of a team or a person that 
everything else is just forgotten in a way. Regular season, anything like that, whatever's happened, whatever the story is that has gotten you there, it doesn't matter. And it, it happens like after a goal. After it, it's we're so reactionary that that's how we look at it now. And it's not unique to St. Louis. It's we learned but, it from NBA Twitter, Travis. That's where we learned it from. Great point. Needed to be said. We learned I, it from you, Dad. I, I watch it too, and I know you guys love when I go deep into MMA. But uh, I was I was kind of sick over the weekend, and I was watching two different uh, fights going on, and one guy was kind of getting pieced up, and then seconds later knocks the dude out cold, and it was really funny watching Twitter like, oh man, this guy doesn't have any. Oh my God, he's the greatest ever. He knocked him out. Mm-hmm. It's kind of that the whole time with whatever sport you're watching, right? I think so. Yeah, and it's but like, no, I think but St. Louis is. Go ahead. But how does St. Louis has come back and this team has come back from so much and we've seen it even with the St. Louis Cardinals. Like this, there's something about St. Louis sports teams in the playoffs. They have the tendency to make amazing comebacks. So to have a defeatist attitude is interesting considering we have recent experience that shows us that in a blink of an eye, things can turn around. So just the idea that folks would be so down on the team after spending the last three days, as Chris has pointed out, playing Gloria all day long. And then as soon as you play game one in the seven game series, you lose it up and let's worry about, you know, keeping Craig Perube for next year. And what, you know, it's just, Hey, at least let's wait for Vladimir Tarasenko to show up. And then we can start talking whether or not the blues have a chance in these playoffs, but they're the final four. Come on, give them a shot. But that's kind of to my point, Sam, is that you have all this evidence, all this empirical evidence, and then you still react the way you do. That's, that, that's not just, to me, that's not just a St. Louis thing. That's a sports thing, though. Because even when this, this data is here, or like, and even like the trend of a team or knowing what the makeup of a team is and who they are, you, we still tend to ignore all that and react to a single result. And that, and I don't think that's necessary. Now, are we, did they do that? Do fans do that? Yes. Did the Blues fans do that? Yes, the Bluesers did. Is it unique to St. Louis? I don't think so. Even with all this, like, even with, like, evidence presented to you, we still ignore that sometimes. A lot of times. And that's, yeah, that makes sense. I mean, no, that's not even just sports. I mean, hell, you can take that to wherever you want. You can uh, have all this evidence and still ignore it. True. Our friend uh, Lynette's wearing her Gloria shirt to watch the game while she's in Pittsburgh tonight. Tough not to be angry, but still supporting the team. Mm-hmm. Mm. Travis, that feels like got to keep the you. faith. You guys got it. We have to keep the faith. I think that it's so much hockey, and this team has done it. We've seen it in the last two series. Well, they'll have a stinker of a game, and they will come back and respond uh, with some of their best performances of the playoffs. So. I think it's fair to be disappointed in the outcome. I think it's fair to be disappointed in your best player, like Vladimir Tarasenko, not getting a shot on goal uh, until I think like the last couple of minutes of the game. Like those things are fair. That's fair criticism. But it was the second period, and uh, Blues made some sharks took advantage, uh, and it looked like all of St. Louis are just ready to give up on this team and. I just think considering where this team was back in January, it would be wise for us to just take a deep breath from time to time and let this bad boy play out. Look, they still have a chance to take away home field, excuse me, home ice. Uh, (laughs) Home court. Home pitch. Well, yeah. um, And bring it back to the enterprise with a chance still take control of the series. So St. Louisans eat some emos. Uh, drink your natty lights and just take a deep breath. They still do that there, right? Oh, oh wow. You're do that there. Yeah, I was oh, going to say, it's it's fun to watch Travis say to take a calm approach yeah. to something. How was your hipster coffee shop, by the way, yesterday? You're in Brooklyn Gardner now. Called me out. <laughs> Gardner called me out so badly, Chris. <laughs> I was... Uh, I, he was asking about the, the living situation and uh, just when he had done that, I had found a between a yoga studio and a microbrewery and he conveniently uh he was like hey how how's it going hipster and i couldn't fight it back because he was correct i was having coffee on a sunday morning between a yoga studio and a microbrewery yeah you're our own little jacob wall now 
Oh, wow. Yeah, Good go for you. Hey. Oh, by the way, real quick, uh, Laura Brannigan, I'm on her Wikipedia page under mm -hmm. the uh, death area. Mm -hmm. uh, Brannigan died in her sleep at her lodge in East Quogi, New York, on August 26, 2004. Mm -hmm. The cause was attributed to a previously undiagnosed ventricular brain aneurysm. It was reported Aww. in the media that she had been experiencing headaches for several weeks before her death, but did not seek medical attention. Her ashes were scattered over Long Island Sound. Oh, well, Travis, you can oh, go wow. visit the scene. You can go visit where mm -hmm. she was. And apologize. Yep, directly. Again, I do apologize to the Brannigan family, the Brannigan estate, and all of you Wolf of Wall Street fans out there. And the Brannigan brand, that seems like something you would apologize to. Is yeah, the brand. that's true. Right. Yeah, I apologize to the Brannigan brand. My, my apologies. R.I.P. baby girl. Oh, man. Mm -mm -mm. Uh, we do have a comment uh, on the clarity that Travis is uh, coming to us in this morning. Uh, Black Sheep says that internet can capture a 4K fart. <laughs> Don't lean forward. <laughs> He's playing the Frozen game. Mm. Yeah, I was going to say that was another comment uh, I've heard recently. It's like, oh, I felt bad for Travis. And I was like, he, you didn't watch the live stream, did you? No. He leaned forward yeah. and efforted it out. Don't feel bad. How, feel bad for us. How, how else do farts work, man? What else was I supposed to do? Just sit on top of it? If I, if yeah. I sat on top of it, it would have shot through the roof. We were closing were, the show. If you would have done that. Your face would have been a little different because it probably would have been blanketed in, mm -hmm. and uh, you you would have been more of a like something might have mm. happened. Something might have happened. I still I was watching the reaction again this morning. I got to be honest. I watched oh, the boy. I watched Tommy's reaction. Oh, just shout out arms. to Derek Dockett making yeah, that's the what gift I was of the issue. Yeah, and uh, Tommy's arms just the way they the way they flailed and how excited he was. Mm. Like that's. That's pure joy. If anyone wants pure joy in GIF form, that's the one. In GIF form, correctly. Yeah. Uh, Travis, I believe we have a poll today as well. The oh, hashtag, the melee. Oh, okay. I looked at that wrong. We don't have, we're not going with a poll today. You know what? We're going to blank it. You don't need a poll. You want us to ask a Game of Thrones question? Yeah, we get it. You're mad. Oh. I don't care. Everybody's hold on, hold complaining. On, whoa, 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 whoa. Pump the brakes. Daddy hasn't seen it. Oh, I'm sorry. But it's you a didn't. Point. You didn't live in my three-hour filter wait, that wait. I put on to talk about spoilers. Wait, I didn't spoil it all. You said we could talk about it on Mondays, like the first three episodes that there were, because it was appointment television. Am I wrong in saying that? Is, is it, I was told like this is the greatest television show of all time. All I really see yep. is people complaining about it on Twitter yep. and Facebook these days. Mm -hmm. But I was told it was appointment television so we could discuss what happened on Mondays. Correct. Right, Travis? Oh, I'm sorry. Did they not have Game of Thrones in New York? <laughs> um, guys, I was moving yesterday. Oh. I was trying to get settled for today's show. He had a wine date with uh, Don Manning he couldn't get out of. You had a hipster coffee shop. <laughs> I am so sorry. I could not catch last night's episode. I was out mingling in my community, learning about other cultures. Oh wait, That's he was he I'm was playing wait. he was playing in a, a fire hydrant and out in the streets, and then playing stickball. What is this Brooklyn 1950? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, he's, he's got to catch the streetcar. Yeah, he was gathering with his neighbors, talking about the influx of Puerto Ricans. <laughs> That's how the Dodgers got their name. They were dodging streetcars. Exactly. <laughs> Don't you forget it either. <laughs> he was out there. He bought a paper for five cents and went about his day. Travis, maybe he hung out in a jazz Travis, club. Travis, have you been to the polo grounds yet? <laughs> Forbes Field, maybe? He saw three people get arrested for indecency <laughs> in a comedy club. <laughs> I can't remember what I was going to say now. We just went right. some... What yeah. were we talking he about? He smoked a marijuana cigarette with three bass players. Oh, no, I know what I was going to tell you. You were out in your community mingling, right? Mm. Finding out about yes. other cults, that's, that was your excuse? Have you I not was. chastised me before where I said, you say, oh, how have you not seen this? Oh, Gardner, you haven't seen this. Mm -hmm. What have you been doing? I'm like, oh, I'm out just, you know, being about the people, being amongst the people. And you're like, man, you got to see this. That's all I hear from you. And instead, what are you doing? It was nice, wasn't it? Would you say he's jocking your style? Maybe culture vulturing you? This is appropriation. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
This is appropriation. Guys, I, I was I was about looking at haunted houses. I mm-hmm. was looking following the path of old murder mysteries. I oh. I, I tried to find the locations of uh, Son of Sam. I couldn't help myself. I'm sorry. I've immersed myself into New York. Look, That's and mine's is completely different from your situation, Gardner, because you live in St. Louis. So if you want to see uh-huh. anything, all you have to do is ride around your block for five minutes and you've seen it all. But this is what people call a real city. This is where multiple cultures from all over the world come together to socialize as one. And so it's important for me to go about and experience these moments so I can share with you, the listening audience. In the past two years, I've spent more time in North St. Louis than you have probably. Thank you. That is very true. This is also very true. Five minutes. I go to different places throughout the city. And his sugar addiction uh, to the uh, shakes at Crown Candy has nothing to do with that time spent in North City either, Travis. How dare you even think that? That's good. Um, I will say this, too. You mentioned Game of Thrones, and I won't talk about the show itself. Because, you know, an appointment television show that you can't talk about the next day. I mean, we won't do that, I guess. But I, uh, I had an idea on the way in. And mm-hmm. let me know what scooter, you Scooter or car today? Scooter. Oh. Scooted my way in. With your, oh, your Bijak customized helmet. Yes. The carte blanche helmet. But as I was uh, making my first turn, I noticed a few more scooters. I was riding a lime scooter. Saw the bird scooter saw the spin scooters so spin is the new one in town so we're a three nice. three electric scooter town now yeah i saw that when i was uh cruising over the compton bridge uh, this morning smooth mm. ride Mm-mm-mm. for now slide show off for the next week and a half <laughs> until temperatures go over 80 yeah. yeah or we have a fluctuation that causes everything to crash. right right um, <laughs> Until there's a, there's a <laughs> nine car pile up and or rolling gun battle yeah. that also affects all the could happen. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're a three electric scooter town now. So I'm number Take one. Take that Nashville. Yeah, I'm number one. I mean, we we can lay claim to the electric scooter capital of the Midwest. I think I think mm-hmm. we can at least say that about St. Louis. I hate to interrupt. You know, I'm not an interrupter. You oh, know, I'm not an interrupter. It's not your trend at all. Would I say? Would I be correct in saying that we'll also be the first to have plus size scooters for the you for could, the beefy folks that tend to reside write, in St. Louis? You could ride it now. White. You could ride it now. Okay. You'll be I fine. I could? Yes. I mean, I've lost a lot of belt loops. I know. So, so. you should feel even more comfortable doing mm-hmm. But I, saw, I see all the hate thrown towards Game of Thrones, and I'm thinking, man, we got three scooters here. I mean, we are setting up here for the great electric scooter war of 2019 in St. Louis mm-hmm. this summer. So my thought was, summer is coming. Uh-oh. Let's twist it. Let's twist it. Oh, Not boy. winter is coming. Summer is coming. We have the house of lime. We have the house of bird. We have the house of spin. We literally have white walkers, where it's basically white people walking down the street nice. yelling at people on electric scooters. Nice. And we're I like all vibe. I don't know what the throne is or if there is a throne, but at least my thought shower. This is what I'm thinking while I'm riding in today. Mind if I jump in that shower with you? Yeah, please. Okay. Everyone is welcome. Thank Everyone you. is welcome in this shower. Lather up. Get your loofahs. I think we got something here. I think we got like a Game of Thrones electric scooter type deal here in St. Louis this summer. And I think we can make something out of it. Just an idea that I had on the way in. Because I think the elements... I mean, the ingredients for a nice little recipe here that could be quite delightful, delectable, if you will, are there. Mm. And I just think Mm. this is the base. This is for the idea, the foundation. Can we make it blossom a little more? Can we make it work? I don't know yet, but I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued to figure out if this is something that we could, uh, you know, turn into some have some entertainment value with what turns out to be what seems to be a great a great war this summer on ele- of electric scooters in St. Louis. The problem is that um, the scooters will end up having slightly larger wheels. There'll be a little panage tied to them, mm-hmm. maybe a nice sound system, and then we won't be able to help ourselves uh, the larger side of the population. We're going to have we're going to have regulations and we're going to come after it. we're going to try and stifle creativity. That's going to be I will stand up now and say, I can see um, Midge in, in um, Afton being really upset yeah. that she was uh, walking her kid out to her car 
and Travis rolled by uh, playing his music on his scooter. Travis, I'm but, just going to go ahead and get out in front of it. That's what's going to happen. That'll be our first issue. I think right now this is a great opportunity for these Lime Scooter companies as long as they prepare for the upcoming weather change. Like, that's the only thing. If they can adjust to the St. Louis weather change, like, the scooter companies could make a ton in this town. Like, if they have a version where they can have, like, snow tire scooters or scooters that are good for very cold weather mm -hmm. like things like that if they begin to adjust to the climate and the culture in st louis like this could be a thing i'm plow scooter gardener this could be of the midwest i like where it's going i'm i'm not surprised to see that a third company come in because i think we read a story a few months back about how st louis has become one of the top three top five cities for the lime scooter so I hope it keeps going. We were joking about how it probably couldn't work here in New York because there's just really too many people for it to be logistically possible. But I think cities like St. Louis, Indianapolis, Nashville, Columbia, I think those places would absolutely do very well to like get ready for scooters because they're truly look what they've done to Gartner's self-esteem alone. Oh, like, you, you know, there are hundreds of other Gartners out there. Yeah. yeah, look at it. Like, look I'm, at his, like, look at the energy he's been like. He likes actually getting up in the morning and mm -hmm. traveling. That's not bad. And I'm reducing my carbon footprint mm -hmm. all at the same time. So that, that's why I can feel good because I'm doing good for me. It's a workout. It's my workout for the day, 10 minutes or so. And, uh, Damon, you still haven't gotten on one, have you? No, I haven't. I, 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 I do worry, and I'm not even trying to I'm talk about I wear I have a size 14 foot, and even though I have yeah. lost a little bit of weight, I am, I am not made for that scooter, You my definitely man. do need to find a comfortable uh, stance. That's going to be key. <laughs> okay. Because I, I actually constantly True. adjust mine depending on what I might be doing. Mm -hmm. What I know I might have coming up, do I need to get a little wiggle in the lower half to kind of dodge some of the potholes? Do they come in size Hodor? Uh, they... <laughs> They're a one size fits all right now. What a, oh, what about a Shrek size scooter? Yeah. Do we have that? No. Because that's how I feel. And also, I'm a hazard. Listen, if you go plowing into the side of somebody's car, if you're not paying attention, if you're texting, which you would never do, texting and scootering with your Bijack customized helmet on, uh -huh. do you, you're not really going to do that. It's kind of the, uh, the old thing our buddy Big Mike would say, is we would just walk out into moving traffic whenever it would be slow on a, on a Saturday night in Columbia. would say, he'd just, I'd be like, hey, Mike, let's wait for the crosswalk. He's like, look at us. Nobody wants this dent in their car. They'll stop. <laughs> so we would. that's kind of the thing. I would worry I would cause traffic issues, and if there was something that happened, I don't feel like ki killing a family of four well, that's nice because of I, uh, I looked the other way whenever I saw a cute squirrel or something in a tree. I'm pretty conscious about, like, I don't think I'm a car when I'm on the scooter. Mm. Like, you're your own sentient being. Someone who's on a bike or something like that and you think you're a car, that's a bad move to begin with. That's not what you should be thinking when you're on the road. Like, I let cars go. Like, if I'm at a stoplight and there's, a, like, say, a line of five cars, I'm not going to try and be the first one across the street. I'm going to let all them go if they need to turn or not and then go. I, I get, if I see it and feel a car coming, I look over my shoulder, look over to the left sometimes. And if I feel a car coming, I make sure I get all the way over as far as I can, or I'll even stop and let them pass. Why am I going to be playing with a car when I'm on an electric scooter? Courteous, huh? Yeah. You're the opposite of the... Um IPA drinking aggressive bicyclist running stop signs and then getting mad when people now, don't uh, I see will, them coming. I will run stop signs and like flashing red lights, but I only do so when I know there clearly is no cars coming. Like, so you hate the law. I, I can see from afar that there's nobody coming that I'm going to have an issue with. I will go through at that point, and I'm not going to. If, if, now, if people are having trouble finding all these scooters but they're still trying to look for a convenient way to get around st louis i would probably suggest maybe a go-kart and if you're going to get a go-kart chris i certainly suggest that you get one from getaway cards well oh. you could get a golf cart same difference <laughs> Getawaycarts.com is the website. I like these tag team live reads. Check them out. They've got carts for sale on the front of their webpage. That's getawaycarts.com. 
calm. Met somebody over the weekend. They were uh, new to the hill. They had just bought a cart, and I was so upset because they didn't get to customize everything. Gardner, you know where you can customize everything? Getaway carts. That's right. Talk to our guy Joe at Getaway Carts right in South City. They're at uh, Limp and Cherokee over in the old uh, Limp Brewery. That's right. You can check out their website or you can just go in, stop by, say hello. They let you customize without limits. Email them info at getawaycarts.com. A couple hashtags for you if you don't mind. Hashtag customize without limits. Hashtag cart. Blanche, baby. Couple comments in the Facebook uh, feed, Travis. I know you uh, you prompt me to go to those because it's your favorite part of the day. You ready? <laughs> uh, we've got uh, Billy Fat Pants says the flatulent Mr. Terrell coming to Amazon this fall, uh, and he's already tooted out his best material for the day. Uh, Triangle Assassin wants to know what Lou Ferrigno would say about Gardner's workout. Hmm. Travis, do a Lou Ferrigno impression. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Well, you know, when I like to, I like to pick up Hulk, and I, I don't have a Lou Ferrigno, oh, guys. I'm oh, sorry. He's, he is here. That was apparently. bad. That was that very bad. bad. Uh, Meredith, that was that was a little bit much. Our our amazing guest from Friday, Meredith Hopping. By the way, big shout out to her. That was fun. And by the way, make it sexist. It make it sexist, and uh, and also. I, man, we gotta get, let's get back regular with the target practice, all with limited riding time. That was a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. I think we can uh, bring it back strong. But Meredith, great uh, appearance. Here we go. Forget stand-up for Chris's birthday. Uh, we're regressing to just getting him on a scooter. Kind of rude. Uh, <laughs> Black Sheep. But fair. Yeah, fair. But fair. Quite fair. Uh, Black Sheep says, scooters move to couch. I think you're good, Chris. I disagree. Two scooters. Uh, that's true. Uh, Lane Bryant's coming out with a plus-size scooter uh, with a nacho bar mm. attached, says uh, <laughs> Jamie Moyer's Fancy Foyer. Tony wants a We Are Live sponsored scooter race. Who would you do that? Would you say, like, you get Team We Are Live and we get other podcasts or broadcast entities throughout St. Louis? Mm. Like, do we challenge the Rizzuto show so people actually know what's happening? Or, like, how does that work? <laughs> We'd have to scoot. What about what are, what are those soapbox derby races? You know, those yeah. things are very popular with the kids. How about we do a version of that, but with the scooters? And yeah, we should definitely get other podcasts and radio stations involved. Maybe we can do it to raise some money. We St. Need Louis a, Counseling Services. We'd raise money for them. Now the thing is, we need. How about that? See, there you go. Track. There again, Travis. Of course. Nope. Not look. There it is. Gardner already got it figured out. Now. Oh no no no! We do it over the Compton Bridge. Oh, while well, we can. That's the not smoothest, bad. The smoothest because, ride in all of the land. Because there's probably a couple turns right around there, too, that could make for We need at least some challenge with turns. I don't know we if we're going to get some, insured. We need some ability to possibly have people go down. Um, that's oh, that's why the fans come out. You, you make them sign waivers, and you say, listen, we're going to be hanging out at this general intersection mm -hmm. for two to three hours with a bunch of beer people and uh, probably Buzz's Hawaiian Grill food truck, some other things. And if you would like to donate to St. Louis Counseling Services, yeah. you may participate with a team of your own and you may bring your own scooter and then we'll just casually be running right. a stopwatch and make that happen. And we, uh, you know, we got a permit, but we lied about what the permit was for, so we don't have to Fair. let them know that. Right. Uh, but we can say it's one of the um, one of the pyramid scheme Facebook meetups, ooh, right? Like or, an it works meetup. Or what if we did a cookout mm. slash Triumph. electric scooter race in Forest Park? You could do that. That's not a bad idea. Or you can certainly go over to the Bottle District. There's a huge parking lot that no one's using. Yeah. So you can maybe set that up, making it do but it like Mario Kart style. Yeah. yeah, just do it Mario Kart style throw where you're like you have the opportunity yeah, you throw turtle shells and fireballs at your opponents. Just Perfect. something to think about. But yeah, I think we should certainly put this together. Uh, you guys put it together. I'll just fly in and, and I'll show up and I'll sign a few autographs and, and I'll let the kids take pictures with me because I am, on. of course, a, a prominent children's writer. So yeah, that'll be a great opportunity for you guys and the charities in St. Louis. I will be more than happy to help. Oh, thanks oh, for... Oh, send us your fee. Yeah, thinking of us back here. Mm -hmm. Oh, no problem. Just get me in touch. I believe your publicist is Beth. Yeah. yeah. So I'll, get in, I'll have, I'll have, I'll have, I have my publicist here in Brooklyn get Who's in contact that? with her. And, hmm? Who's that? Betty Publicist. Oh. You don't know her. She big oh. She big in the East Coast. You don't oh. know her. Is she, what, for, should you, I look is her she for your culture? 
No, y'all don't. She ain't, her website. She don't do website. That's how exclusive she is. Wow, that's okay. really. I'm looking. I'm yeah, looking, so. but I would be able to find her on Google though. Mm-hmm. Betty Publicist. No, that's no, that's why she's a world class publicist. You're not gonna just be able to pick her up on the internet. She comes sorry, to Gardner. you. Yeah, I don't find her. You. Yeah, I don't. See yeah, her right so now. sorry. Hmm. Well, Betty. yeah, that's because you have Midwestern internet, and your internet in St. Louis oh, is it's stupid. Different? I didn't realize. Yeah, different. different types of internet here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey guys, you would have been so proud of me yesterday i i did make friends i i went to a lovely dominican sports bar and i huh. made friends with the locals you would have been all so proud of me uh i have a friend now named junior and he was so kind would have never guessed and he <laughs> sorry go ahead. but they were the people here have been so accommodating incredibly nice and i don't know but they did say this. They said they could hear my accent. Can you believe that? Well, I mean, Nellie made the accent famous, so what's people your... have an ear for it. What's the accent? Yeah, what's your accent? They, they immediately knew it was Midwestern. They were like, you from Texas, Holmes? I'm like, no. <laughs> oh, really? No. That's interesting. I mean, I'm from St. Louis, yeah. And so it you? was... Uh, hmm. No. Actually, I didn't have to. They understood street. The problem so, is... Uh, that was good. The problem is, Gardner, he told them his name was Travis Pujols, and he was cousins mm. to their hero, mm-hmm. but he didn't really want to talk about it because Al gets mad at him whenever he talks about it too much. So he kept like a quiet, respectful tone about him, yeah. and they were all just really nice to him because of that. Travis, mm. I'm on to you. No, yeah, I did tell him my name was Travis Cano, and so that <laughs> may have been the reason as Perfect. to why they were so polite to me. So, But surprisingly, in that sports bar, this blew me away. They weren't Knicks fans. I was there to watch the NBA playoffs, and uh, the guys that I were around, they were actually Laker fans. So I thought that was fascinating. Where's Chris Stepps Porzingis from? Is he Latvia? He is from. He's from Latvia. So, but he, of course, he got traded from the Knicks to the Dallas right. Mavericks this past offseason. But apparently, Lat Latvians are Knicks fans because what did he? He got in like glass bottle thrown at his face because he got traded from the Knicks to the Mavericks. When he was out clubbing over the weekend or something like that? I don't know what led to the altercation, but yeah, it looked like somebody uh, threw something at Christos Porzingis. Uh, of course, the stud power forward uh, now plays for the Dallas Mavericks. Um, it, it looked like he had blood coming down yeah. the left side of his face. Uh, again, I don't know the details as to how it came about, but uh, they say, I guess you can't go home. And I guess Christos had to learn the hard way about that. I guess the Latvians were big-time uh, Dolan fans. Um, I wanted to point this out to you, Travis, because you're obviously enjoying yourself in uh, Hipsterville, USA, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. going to coffee houses in between yoga studios and microbreweries. The baristas, going... Chris. Oh, okay. The baristas, thank you. Uh, thank uh, you. Going to Dominican sports bars. But you are missing out on some fun stuff back here. There's no doubt. Oh, what's uh, happening in the Lou? Well, last Friday... Last Friday, look at that Sinbad in the office. This was uh, so pictured on the photo if you're just listening at home. So we have a large custom-made table. Big shout-out to uh, Beth Hoops and Steve, uh, her husband, uh, for making it. So we have a great lighting in our office, too, if mm-hmm. I may say so. So on one side of the table, you have Beth Hoops, uh, co-owner of Midcoast Media, uh, the great intern Tommy Mosslander III, Travis, uh, Jamie Croc, who happened to come by for some creative uh, meetings at 11 a.m. on a Friday. Uh, very random, huh? And then, uh, and then Meredith Hopping, who was our guest. Sinbad on the other side of the table. Gardner, can you describe the four folks um, that I just mentioned as they're focused in on very one uh intellectually engaging and yeah. funny uh, what what would you say they look at look at him like he's a slice of pizza yeah i mean they were intently listening to every word Sinbad had to say he stuck around our offices for man two hours two and a half hours so we did so he did a, a half an hour chat with myself and then he jumped over to the static podcast did a, a chat with stacy static for a half an hour so that's one hour, an additional 90 minutes spent in our offices. They got here early. They stayed late. Just talking. Yeah, 
just talking. It was like a TED Talk mixed with a Netflix special yeah. happening right here in the office that we didn't have to pay for. It was very interesting. He's into tech. He's into streaming. Travis, we did some things to fix the stream. Yeah. Thanks to Sinbad. Sinbad. He's our new IT yeah. guy. We were talking different podcasts, software, what cameras to use. It was wild. Now, it, like a lot of the fascinating conversation happened off the air when you know we did have him on for a half hour on Friday. But he did. Uh, he mentioned a Larry Bird story on the podcast with Chris. I don't know if you caught that, Travis, where he played. Sinbad played college ball and went up against Larry Bird at Indiana State, and apparently Larry Bird dropped the N-word on one of his teammates, and his teammate got all fired up. And then um, I guess one of <laughs> Larry Bird's teammates. Larry Bird's teammates was like, yeah, he'd be like that. He'd be too. saying that. <laughs> he'd be saying that. <laughs> Uh, but he now, now Sinbad did say Larry Bird had changed over time, especially after. He said we need more of that. We need to let people flip out of their ignorant ways. Right. Yeah. And he said that a lot of that came, though, from conversation with your hero, Magic Johnson. I suppose. Uh, Whatever. Yeah. Look at me. I had a cool conversation with Sinbad. Uh, You're so in New ago. York. Actually, the best part was no words at all. The oh, best this part. Is the best. This is Gardner's uh, top three moments of all time. <laughs> I was sitting here. Sinbad's in the chair, and he's getting ready for uh, his interview with Stacy. And Tommy was saying bye and thank you. And Tommy, <laughs> Sinbad, put out the knuckles, put out for a fist bump. And Tommy had reached his hand out. Jesus. And Tommy panicked and didn't know what to do. So there's the fist bump there. And Tommy just takes his hand and goes like this. Why would Tommy just do that? covers up his hand with his hand like like paper beating rock. And just <laughs> left it at that and left the room. And I Please was tell me this. that's why Tommy's not there today because no. we fired him after that. Yeah. Oh, he, Tommy thinks he's gone because he has finals. But little does he know, he's not allowed back. I, I was laughing so hard. It's, I was trying not to laugh on the outside. And uh, I teared up a little bit just because I was. It was Should so we start? Awkward. So you know how? Please you know tell how, me Sinbad threw him down a flight no, of stairs after that. No, he didn't say anything. I almost made the fair foul today, like a uh, handshaking, a fist pump, or bump, or something like that. I don't even know how to describe it. Question, Chris? Can I ask you a question, Chris? I want to ask the question on this one. Why? Why didn't you check the mental background of the intern, the first intern at Midcoast Media? Why didn't you? Just maybe try to find a therapist or a counselor of some sort that maybe have had a couple of conversations or sessions with Tommy before hiring him. Why? Why? Why is he like that? Are you jealous of his stardom? Because that's what it seems like. I, I'll be honest. Uh, I missed the boat on this. I think we got a lemon. I thought. Uh, I thought we were getting a respectful kid who uh, was dipping his toe into the uh, performance waters, but also worked his father's accounting firm. So I was like, oh, you can do spreadsheets better than me, probably. Um, and then you find out these things, and then you find out that underneath some of the issues we didn't know about, he's also just evil enough mm. to be very conniving with things. So we got to keep an eye on him. Mm. Honestly, Travis, you know how Aldi makes you pay uh, a quarter for the uh, for the for the. It's uh, a twenty-five cart? cent deposit, Chris. Is there a deposit? Should I start doing a deposit on Tommy when famous people are in? Like, <laughs> you, you got to give me twenty bucks, bro. And the, when you don't embarrass yourself, you get it back at the end of the day. If you do embarrass yourself, this is going straight to St. Louis Counseling <laughs> Services. Like, should I do that? Or just like put him in a bubble, like an no. actual bubble, or he quarantine might, I mean, him. He might have been in a bubble from the guests when they come into the office. I don't understand it. Did I, I don't mean to like it? Looks like you guys had a great conversation with Tim Bad, and that's well, great. you can watch it. It's and available everywhere. Sure, I, uh, I'll get around to it. Yeah, but, we didn't give him your uh, number like you had asked. No, right but he after gave me his email. Farted on air, yeah. so yeah, so, that's cool. so can you tell me why you didn't give him my number for whatever reason? That's oh, kind of silly. You're... He's busy wanting to hang out with me. So, sorry. Yeah. Well, Back to it, though. Hmm. Uh, where were we? Somebody was going to make uh, a point. Travis was going to show that he was jealous of Tommy again somehow, I think. I'm not jealous of Tommy. Tommy, so what? Like, Tommy embarrassed himself <laughs> and from a woman he's trying to date. He tried to he, – he literally fell face first in front of a woman on broadcast television. And yeah, I was, think that's hilarious. It was quite charming. Well, oh, shut up, Gardner. 
What? Billy, Billy, oh, fat man, pants. You can just hear it in your voice. I don't even have to say anything. You look at your face. <laughs> Billy, yeah. fat pants. Tommy's cute. Was you telling me JPD was talking about Tommy? She said he's doing a fine job, and she, she felt didn't bad say for about you. Me? She did. She goes, "Poor Travis." I was like, "Poor Travis. Poor us. Right. We were subjected yeah, to right. the behavior." Yeah, I, I need That's him around it. celebrities. I need to see moments like that awkward handshake with Sinbad. I never used to get gas on on the show until Tommy showed up. And now he like causes me like anxiety and I have to take Alka-Seltzer before I come on the show. Or maybe it's the wine you've been drinking in the morning. Okay, that may have a little bit to yeah, do with it. Could that be, could be it. Other elements How is there. the old supply of prophecy? <laughs> Or was that was that Queens Trav? And now Brooklyn Brooklyn Trav is Brooklyn Trav is vegan and only drinks kombucha. Is it kombucha or kombucha? T- Gardner, this is something you would know. I'm, tell- I'm telling you what, I, I did have uh, some Brooklyn nachos last night. And mm. yeah, Travis is about to be a vegan here very, very soon. That is the body cannot handle uh, certain New York delicacies. So I think I'm going to start adding kale and um, what's that parsley and tree branch to my diet to, to kind of turn this ship around because I can't be walking around the neighborhood and jumping on trains and I'd be getting the, the pregnant bubble guts. That ain't going to fly. Kombucha. Hmm. Kombucha. Okay. That's what we'll work with. If you don't want your dogs to uh, act like Travis, you can go to Pet Once St. Louis West. Did you know that, Travis? They deliver healthy food. They deliver, they deliver dog treats? Oh, that's right. Yeah, they've got the salmon that I sampled live on the air. Uh, They care about their animals. It's easy to overlook, but proper nutrition can have a huge impact on your animals' lives. People are thinking about fresher, healthier foods, both for themselves and for their pets. Pet Once is here to help. Lynette Morris, Nick Linemeyer are the local owners of Pet Once St. Louis West. Check out the website, PetOnceStLouisWest.com. Keep those bubble guts out of your pets. That's right. Fresh ingredients Great food delivered to you. Support Lynette and Nick by going to PetOnceStLouisWest.com. Let them know we are live sent you. And support another great local business that's here for you and yours. Hmm. Travis, fair or foul today is going to be a fun one. we got uh, Great American Race. We'll probably get to that next hour, which I'm not looking forward to. Um, <laughs> uh, lots to get to, though. Again, I'd like to recap. Gardner, mm-hmm. do you think we'll ever have another Sinbad moment in this office when Travis Oh, returns. get over it. Oh, uh, shut up. Just stop. You you people are so I mean, once-in-a-lifetime experience. I'll just say that. I. You know what? You guys can't spend more than five minutes with another African-American, but as soon as Sinbad comes in, all of a sudden you find two hours in your so-called busy day. I guess Chris didn't have any meetings, huh? I guess, oh, man, I guess I, you didn't have to go find no, any sponsors. I guess day, Beth right. didn't have anything to... I didn't. I guess she didn't have to take care of any clients, huh? I guess shirts didn't have to be made. I guess Gartner. Mm, I guess Gartner didn't have to go on a ninety-minute smoke break, huh? It's all. It's amazing oh, how you guys found yeah. time for Sinbad over the weekend. Good well, for Travis, you. We, got, we spent time with Sinbad. <laughs> I, I mean, Travis. I mean, even if you were here, would you have been here during that time no, period? No, he would have been out on nah, a chill run. So I mean, the 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 point you're making about us hanging out with African Americans. That's more on you we try. than us. We try, and we try, and we try. I'm putting that on you. I would have hung out with Sinbad. He's cooler than Michael Rappaport. I was waiting for it. I was wondering about that, Travis. What, what got I was you, waiting for it. What got you tweeting about uh, Michael Rappaport yesterday? Michael Rappaport decided to send out a tweet basically making fun of USC for bringing in Maverick Carter who is the manager of LeBron James to speak at their graduation. Michael Rappaport calling somebody out because they are speaking at a graduation. It's Maverick Carter, one of the most important managers in all of sports. Why wouldn't he speak at USC? Like, and for him of all people to call someone out, like the guy you look, bro, you run a podcast. Maverick Carter runs a film and TV studio and manages the biggest athlete on the planet. Who are you to call him out? You're freaking Michael Rappaport. You look like syphilis. Oh, no. how dare you call out Maverick Carter? Who are who is this guy? That's what? the biggest hater move I've ever seen. But to to no who one's surprise, mediocre 
white guy who has a podcast and who you, comes caping in to save actor. the day is Chris Denman. He's a actor. He's a stand-up. And boy, do you love saying mediocre white guy? You need to expand that vocabulary. He, he, you you tell me, Michael. Faster. You tell me, Michael Rappaport doesn't. You don't even think he doesn't fall into that category because he's not super, super great as you like to call some comedians. I don't know what are we are we doing this are we doing skipping uh yeah we're doing this because I'm sick and tired I'm sick and tired of like people like Michael Michael Rappaport who hasn't done anything of interest I don't know check his IMDB he's pretty big (laughs) Travis pausing to purse his lips no he's got a he's had a big career we've had him on the show we were happy to have him on the show and you didn't uh you said you've you've been not liking his culture vulturing, but uh, there was no uh, there was no standing up to the man when he was on the phone line. Actually, when we did that interview, I wasn't on for that interview. It was with you and Jeff. I didn't do that interview with Michael Rappaport. Was I was present, but I didn't do it because we were no, we were actually on a live remote at a business, I believe, in the Loop, and I had just gotten there he when you guys cooking. were already in the middle of a conversation with Michael Rappaport. But I, I do think that was a hater move. Like, first of all, why do you, you care who's speaking at USC's graduation, first off? Like, why do you give a damn? You didn't go to USC. For all I know, I don't even know if Michael Rappaport even went to college. Why does he care? And then to assert that the only reason he's speaking is because he's friends with LeBron James, that's a spit in the face of a guy like Maverick Carter, who's a college-educated elite manager that runs one of the most successful film and TV, film and TV studios in Hollywood. And so to just degrade him down to best friends of LeBron James, yeah. that's, uh, frankly, that's bullshit. That, and that I, is, I think Michael Rappaport, of all people, shouldn't be calling out Maverick Carter. That's isn't that crazy. his brand? I mean, isn't that what Rappaport does? He's just a loudmouth? Troll? That's what he does, yeah. Troll. Yeah, and that's why you get you that's, should get called out for it then. I mean, it's kind of a sure. simple-minded thinking. It's true. I mean, the, there is something to be said for, I mean, Maverick Carter isn't where he is without LeBron. I understand that. Yeah, but, but he's maintained it. But here's the thing. The guy... As you mentioned, Travis went to school for business, went to school for management, and has taken an opportunity. Yeah, look, a, a lot of things, a lot of success in life has to do. There's some luck involved, and there's exactly. nothing wrong with acknowledging that. And so that's opportunity, right? So you've been given an opportunity, and do you or do you not take advantage of the opportunity? He obviously has taken advantage of the opportunity to put himself in this position. It's kind of like. Like with Joe Buck, like a lot of when the Joe Buck haters come right. out, it's like, oh, it would have been here for your dad. Yeah, that's probably true. But he took you have that opportunity. You have that in and you take advantage of it and turn it into something. And there, it's not just luck, though. There's talent and knowledge and skill involved. And to deny that that's a part of the equation, is sim- it's just simply wrong. That's all. And, and I think and, and that's why I thought it was cheap, because. We talk about people making the best, making the making the most out of a situation. And LeBron has told this story numerous times about growing up in Akron, how him and his friends didn't have anything. And they decided as a close knit group that if LeBron was to become who he is today, that he was going to put them in positions to where they can also take care of themselves and their families. So let me get this straight. Maverick Carter goes to college does an internship with Nike, does everything you ask someone to do in that situation. He took advantage of an opportunity and he's turned it into something incredibly successful. And so someone like Michael Rappaport, who says he's about the culture, he's about, you know, what's going on in hip hop. And we just, of course, lost an icon in Nipsey Hussle. And he's always talked about giving back to your community. He's always talking about upping your community. Well, Maverick Carter's part of that community. So here comes Michael Rappaport, mediocre white guy who streams in and now attacks that same community that he tries to up, that he has made money off of, that same community that has put money in his pockets. Now he's chastising a member of that community that's out here doing the most with his own career. And to degrade him down to just a friend of LeBron James, ignoring all of his credentials, is a petty bullshit move from a guy that should not be stepping to a guy as accomplished as Maverick Carter. I just think that's weak. And if that's what Michael Rappaport wants to turn himself into, a once prominent Hollywood actor now reduced to an internet troll, if that's his brand, then so be it. But I'm going to call it out because that's what he did. He did something Uh, that everybody we talk about all the time on this show. He was nothing more than a Twitter Abby egg going after somebody that's doing something good in his life. 
Well, I think he's more than that. I, I think but, that he, I think that's who he. Yeah, I mean, Rappaport. Yeah, but I think he reduced yeah. himself. But don't you think you reduce yourself to something smaller when you oh, people can get take tired pot of shots yeah. at somebody? But then I'm saying, like, my thing is, if you're going to pick targets, pick worthy targets. Why are people always picking on the ones that are actually doing good in their communities? I'm that upset. are actually helping people. I don't get that. I'm upset at both him and you. Because you jerks, for the first time in my life, made me think about who actually was addressing graduates at USC. I've never cared about yeah, that ever in my life. And now both <laughs> you guys get involved, and I have to think about who's talking to graduates at USC. But that was my overall point, is no one cares who's speaking at these graduations. So of all the speakers well, during graduation season to go after, why are you choosing LeBron's manager a guy who actually has credentials choose some of these other losers from these small colleges that speak that don't have those same credentials but why is he specifically picking picking on someone from a community that he says he supports because he's uh because he's got blinders on and that was right in front of him Would and you he, care? he went to a rant he, he's, he's michael rapport if you if you think it's funny when he goes oh boston you jerks what are you doing well, then you got it. You can't be that surprised whenever he does stuff like this. But we do have a comment from Black Sheep that says, I see Rappaport was recently on Blackish, so I do agree with Travis that his <laughs> career has absolutely been shit. That's pretty funny. That's pretty funny. Did you mention uh, who was on uh, CBS this weekend? Oh, we need to give a big shout yeah. out. Um, I haven't seen it yet. Um, the great Nick Freed. Brother of the show. He's been uh, guest hosting since we've been doing this He's for, what, delight. three months, six months? Nice. Super talented. You know him from his uh, his stuff on The Onion. He's done spots before, national commercials. He had uh, a guest appearance on CBS's The Red Line last night. Travis, have you seen this show? Uh, it is executive produced by one Ava DuVernay, and I have not started the series. It is on. C it was on, I think, cbs all access the streaming mm -hmm. network and so uh, i just actually uh they bumped it up to the network station yeah well i don't i'm asking like was it planned that it was going to be on their app and then it moved on to like when i, I when think, i saw it, it was I on think, from I think seven to nine last night on cbs okay so maybe it is on the main network i i I, yeah. I just recently downloaded the cbs all access app because i knew that freed was going to be on it he talked to us about it in confidence uh before he announced it on facebook yesterday and uh, yeah, I, I want to check it out. I actually have uh, a seven-day free trial, so I was gonna try to catch up and try to catch the episode he was on. But yeah, huge congratulations to Nick Freed for um, this great acting opportunity. Um, I was afraid to retweet it though into um, Black Twitter because he plays a <clears throat> plays a racist. But um, <laughs> I'm very proud of him. I am legitimately proud of him. No, uh, he's retweet He's it. worked very hard. To, yeah, oh boy. No, you have to retweet it. Yeah, I guess I will. I'm go. proud of Nick. Isn't this character racist as hell? Mm -hmm. Hashtag Black Twitter. I'll put the hashtag on there. Get into there even more, and then we watch the magic. I'm just very proud of Nick. Like him and I are now immersed in the industry. You know, we're Hollywood types, <laughs> yeah, and enough. so to have these opportunities over the last couple yeah, of months, uh, okay. him and that's enough. There you go. <laughs> hey, guys, it's been a... Uh... <laughs> that was pretty good. Uh... <laughs> wow. Huh. Sorry, Travis. You no, okay? I, again, uh, check out the red line on CBS. <laughs> I, I apologize to you there. I actually will... I'll tease something a little bit here. I have an apology for you coming up. From me to you in uh, the Great American. You Great are American apologizing America. to me? Yeah, I'm going to apologize to oh, you. Oh, wow. I've seen the air oh, of my let way. Me, Matt, let, me find another, let me find another place in the apartment so I can get comfortable. Okay. Mm, 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 mm. All right. Guys, uh, we do this show five days a week. We really appreciate all of you uh, hitting share for organic growth, just like Travis says. Uh, but we also have sponsors. You need to support them. People like Buzz's Hawaiian Grill make this show possible. We do it here at the Midco Studio. Uh, check out Buzz's 
Hawaiian Grill. They're all around town. It's summertime. Get your Hawaiian food on. Enjoy some poke, some masubi. I know uh, we sent our friend Carly over recently. She was grunting and making all kinds of strange noises when she went through. Buzz's Hawaiian Grill. They're here for you. You be here for them. We love them, and you will too. Guys, again, big shout-out to Nick Freed, who has joined the, uh, the stream. We'll have to get him on via uh, vmix soon uh, he came in guest hosted uh, recently had a blast but uh, very proud of him and his work guys let's take a quick break it's we are live travis is in brooklyn baby gardner denman myself uh, we are here in st louis and grand center we'll take a quick break be right back with great american race 